That is Eric Clapton right there with Derek and the Dominoes. His days with Derek and the Dominoes. Why does love got to be so sad? Jim Gordon wrote that tune. He's the drummer. We also heard before from Yvonne Elman, one of my favorite female singers, doing Mary Magdalene and the Jesus Christ Superstar soundtrack. There's multiple different Jesus Christ Superstar soundtracks. Beware. (laughs) Some of them suck. That one's good. Um, That's with, you may have recognized, Ian Gillian, the singer from Deep Purple. Jesus Christ, and also Murray Head, I think, was playing Pontius Pilate. That's a good soundtrack, and we also hear from Gordon Lightfoot. I like to acknowledge the musicians we play, you know, because they, they deserve a lot of credit part of the broadcast. So anyway, thanks, Mike, on the board for uh, indulging us with that music. Eric, the Freedom Screamer with Chris in Las Vegas. The information to help Lori Anderson, who's supposed to be here tonight, but she's got to do some things to, you know, keep keep business going and keep the money flowing. Why don't we help her out so she can get back on the radio? We need people to put the money where Lori Anderson is. So, and she doesn't want to ask for money herself, and I don't blame her. It's not easy to do that. Uh, but she needs help, okay? So I'm really putting out the hardcore plea right now. Everybody, please pony up, even if it's just, you know, I mean, I'd like to think it'd be a little more, but even if we have 10 bucks on your debit card, I mean, come on, you can do it, people. But we need, you know, like a couple hundred people to do this. I, I don't, you know, not talking about four or five. We need four or five hundred people to help Lori. Let's get her to the next level. Let's raise a couple thousand dollars. Man, she'll have a killer computer then. She'll have all kinds of firewall protection so the system will be able to lock her down and white screen her computer or black screen it. I've seen both happen to different activists all around the country. Uh, jamming up. I, sometimes she doesn't get a message or a text or a voicemail for a week. Uh, and and having better technology would really help her, her be more accessible. It would help her reporting. It would help her personal life. Pony up for Lori Anderson. You have two choices. You can go snail mail 
or PayPal. The PayPal is live with Lori. That's L I V. Hold tight. L I V E W I T H L O R R I. There's two R's in Lori's name. It's live with Lori at TWC.com. The regular mail address, we're going to send it to Post Office Box. That's P.O. Box 401. Okay, I'm going to give this out a few more times throughout the broadcast, so if you're running, scrambling for a pen, get your pen and paper together and, and, and catch it next time. Stay with us for the night. Got another hour left on the Republic Broadcasting Network. It's res. It's RTR Truth Media Reloaded. I'm keeping the seat warm for Lori. Um, she's going to be back if we can help her out. Box four zero one. That's Post Office Box four zero one. Eminence, Missouri. E M, as in Michael. I N, as in Nancy. E N C E. Eminence, like your Eminence. Like the thing that they call the vicar. <laughs> it's not going there, though. This is going to somebody cool. <laughs> this is going to uh, somebody. This is going to a safe place. Okay, we don't want to give out Lori's address on the air. She does not have a PO box. Just giving. I'm going to give as much detail as I can so people are in the in the know. But we don't. We're, we don't want to tell, just put out where exactly she is. She gets a lot of interference in her life. She does so much good work. She's on like the you know. And this is no joke. There's The government has a, I don't want to use the word hit list, but maybe an SHIT list, <laughs> something like that. Uh, we're going to get to our caller in a second. Remind me, Mike, if I space it. But I, we're trying to help Lori. So, I mean, she's. We, we were giving out Fox 401, Eminence, Missouri. Okay, it's going to, this is going to go to care, care of Pruitt's tree resin, but care of Lori Anderson. So however you want to word it, Lori Anderson, C-O Pruitt, P-R-U-I-T-T. And these Pruitts were tree resin. People have heard they're our corporate sponsor. <laughs> corporate sponsor. <laughs> they're, a, they're a family-owned company in Missouri that makes tree resin that works, literally works miracles on any type of skin wound, including getting into the inner, like, nasal and ear infections. Works great. It's amazing stuff. So Dave's going to get the money to Lori. Um, and so we're using uh, the Pruitt's address, so it's going to go to Lori Anderson. That's Lori with two R's, C-O, care of, Pruitt, P-R-U-I-T-T, just so the person at the post office knows why it's going to their, their mailbox. So it's going to go to box 401, Eminence, Missouri. The zip code in Eminence is 65466. That's P.O. Box 401. Eminence, Missouri, 65466, Lori Anderson, care of Pruitt, Box 401, Eminence, Missouri, 65466. I'll give that out again later in case I read that too fast. But I want people to pony up for Lori, and a lot of people don't like the Internet thing. Uh, use the mail. And she would really appreciate it. It will really show that you care about her broadcast presence on this network. And that you want to get rid of Eric the Freedom Screamer and get Lori back on where she belongs, 10 to 12 Eastern. Uh, I think I heard John Stat Miller say that he was going to bring Tom LaCavara back to 10 o'clock. So it would be kind of like it was in the old days, Tom and Lori at 10. Um, me helping out, sitting in whenever they need you know somebody to fill in or they got to have a night off. 
Uh, and and but they're back. Their show, and uh, the new guy, Mister McNellis, will be going on in the afternoon slot. And I think that's a wise move all the way around. I think it's gonna, that's going to be good for everybody. It's a win all the way across the board. So I fully support that. And I'd love to see Tom and Lori back on at ten. But the decision is John. We'll see how that plays out. If I'm wrong on any of that, please correct me. Mike on the board. So anyway, um, please help Lori Anderson by going to Live with Lori at twc.com for a, for an online donation. That's her PayPal. Or send it to Pruitt's tree, Lori, you know, through Pruitt's. And Pruitt's, I know, to be absolutely of the highest integrity. Uh, they're, you know, they're sending money off, donating to people, you know, out of their own pocket often. And so I know they're beyond reliable. I mean, as trustworthy as it can get. So he will forward the money along to Lori. We just don't want to give out Lori's, you know, mailing address because it's her home. And that's not a, a good idea right now because she is under massive interference. Technical, especially technical, you know, the mail, the telephone, the computer, <clears throat> um, you know, so that's, and that'll, that'll really shut an activist reporter right down, man, when you can't get online. I know I'm getting jammed up on my search engine. You want to know what got me jammed up? And, and this is strictly because I'm on a cheap phone. If I was on a decent computer, I'd be able to get around this. But, but because I was kind of rudimentary and, and, you know, back a little bit, back in words <laughs> on my technology, I went back to a flip-top phone because my flat screen kept breaking. I was sick of it. I don't like touching the screen anyway. The old flip-top phone I'm very happy with, but it's a little tougher to get past some technical interference on it. Anyway, I can get around that, but I'll tell you, I thought people would be interested in this one. This is what really pushed a button with the system. I entered into, I called Chris the other day, and I said, Chris, I know Joseph Stalin, the, the dictator, communist, mass murderer of Russia, who killed Apparently, well over 20 million people, if you count the Ukraine starvation. He made the bizarre comment, one death is a, one death is a tragedy, a million deaths is a statistic. Okay, he was, and he was perfectly willing to kill millions of people. This is a seriously evil man. He was educated at a theological seminary run by you-know-who. And so I called and I asked my friend... Uh, of fill in a few details, and then I went online to confirm the details. And as soon as I typed in Joseph Stalin, Tislip Theological Seminary, and that's Tislip, Russia, where apparently the, where the theological seminary run by the Vatican is where Stalin got educated for five years. Oh, and by the way, when he was done with that, they made him the clerk. For the observatory at the Chislis Theological Seminary, Chris, can you confirm that for me? Well, I wish I could. I don't. I can't quite make out the name of the uh, location in Russia you're speaking about. I'm quite curious about that, but I do know that uh, I don't think Stalin was his real name, as I recall. I think he had a different name. I'm not sure what it was. Most of them used pseudonyms. They alter their names. This is something they've been doing since the beginning of the time. The Ayashkenazi Khazarian Empire, the Kaji and Kings, these are the people who have been changing their names forever. You know, and when we look back through the scriptures, we see it right immediately when you're looking at Abram, later Abram, and then Abraham, and Sari and Sarah. You know, these names are changing all the time. Um, Peter and Saul, and <laughs> the changing names is something that the tribe. Those in the synagogue of Satan, those who call themselves Jews but are not, 
we have two nine and three nine are pretty well noted for. Yeah, how true it is, and it's how. What's the old thing? It's how things change. They they still. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Ultimately, because we're kind of living under the same cabal right now through the private banking establishment, the you know the infamous Rothschild banking establishment, and of course you know which is the Zionist end of it, and of course their executioners are always have to be in the churches, have to be in the Church of England, the Church of Rome, the Muslim imams. These people at the top are all globalists. There's not really much of a difference. And they need the church. Napoleon Bonaparte, I, if I'm not mistaken, Napoleon Bonaparte was the one who said, religion is the opiate of the masses. Meaning you can literally drug people into a state of whatever um, through enough religious, well, I, what do you say, fervor, uh, you know, uh, and I'm not talking about godliness, because religion and uh, righteousness are two different things. I think, you know, religions are nothing more, have become nothing more than, uh, you know, country clubs. They've become quite cultish. Um, they're all corporations. There's not a one of them that's not a 501c3 corporation. So they're all fictitious entities. They're all serving Caesar instead of the Creator. So, you know, obviously these modern religions, I don't care what, what it is. I don't care if it's the synagogues. I don't care if it's the, the Catholic Church. I don't, the, the, you know, I don't, you know, I could run down all the names. Those are the two big ones. Um, you know, and, and very interestingly that the church in South Africa has just come out, and this was according to one of the guests on the RBN network on another show, who said the church has just now come out on the side of the communists, uh, uh, in favor of land redistribution. That's the thumbs up and the green light from the church for the black majority in South Africa to go basically exterminate the whites. And that's not a hyperbole statement. That's not an, an embellishment because you can go online and watch the new president of the country doing a song and a dance on the stage in front of thousands of people saying, that, you know, the machine gun song. We're going to machine gun them to death. And I mean, it's, it's really sick. I don't even want to try to imitate it, but you can go online and watch it yourself. I saw it. And all the black communists around him and, and thinking that, you know, they're going to get r racial equality or racial, some kind of racial restitution, whatever they're looking for, out of, out of you know, uh, killing and hurting other people and taking their property. Look, two wrongs never make a right, you know, and there's wrongs being done on every side. And it's very difficult and dangerous to try to go reworking the world map. Now, at this point in history, people have to just work it out and get along diplomatically, and we have to sever ties with not only the Zionist Jewish bankers, we also have to sever ties with the, with the Church of Rome and, and the Vatican. Uh, I believe it was Reagan that reestablished diplomatic status for the Vatican because it is its own country. It's not some religious there around thing over there doing missionary work and trying to save souls. It's its own country. Did you get that? They're, they're, the Pope is a political leader. He's not a religious dude. He's political. He's the owner of the largest bank in the world, or at least the people behind him. I don't, I'm not under any illusions that he's the shot caller. They always put a front man forward. I've got a very interesting statement here I'd like to read with that, because it just triggered this one little thing here. In the year 1844, on the eve of the Jewish Revolution of 1848... Benjamin Disraeli, whose real name was Israel, published a novel called Coningsby, 
That's C-O-N-I-N-G-S-B-Y, in which occurs this ominous passage. Quote, The world is governed by very different personages from what is imagined by those who are not behind the scenes. And I believe, uh, was it not Morgan, so, but uh, who was the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court around the time of Roosevelt, the second one, uh, the Freemason FDR, um, who made a similar statement that uh, the people who run Washington, the people who are running the show, you and I always put it this way, the people who are running the show, you're never going to see on TV. And the people you see on TV or, you know, the Internet, those are not the ones running the show. So we have to, you know, start with that premise and realize that, that these people are, are they're re- attempting to remain anonymous. They're not going to come forward. They need executioners. They need the, re- the religious churches to be that, as Bonaparte said, the opiate of the masses to get people to follow right in lockstep. Who's the people that everybody listens to? The priests, the rabbi. Say, Eric. Okay. And the media is so important along with that. Go ahead, Chris. Well, I kind of think you may have uh, mislotted uh, uh, your quote. I think it was actually Joseph Stalin that said opium is the religion or religion of the masses. Remember, religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it was Joseph Stalin. But. This whole concept—a little bit, not too far off of Napoleon Bonaparte in a moral sense. No, no, no. I think you were doing it. Let's do this. I want to dispute that, friendly, like, and I want to insist that it's Napoleon. If I'm wrong, I'll correct it. And I want to see a sovereign man or one of our educated listeners, because we do have the best listeners out there in the world and the smartest. I do have a question for you when you come back. Yeah, we'll be right back after this break. Somebody look up for me, would you? Who made that quote? Religion is the opiate of the masses. We'll be right back after this break on the Republic Broadcasting Network. It's Eric the Freedom Streamer with Chris in Las Homeless. Vegas. Are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. As a listener of RBN, you're surely concerned about being informed and being ready for whatever may come. Please consider the following questionnaire as a soul-jarring wake-up call. If you answer no to more than two of these following questions, you probably aren't going to make it through any major disruption in our country. The questions were compiled by people that have been there. Are you really ready? Do you own your own firearm for the primary defense and protection of you and your loved ones? Have you ever been professionally trained to stand against life-threatening behavior? 
Have you ever practiced enough to fire 500 rounds during a two to four day time frame, day and night? Can you load, unload, fire, and clear a jam in total darkness? Have all the adults in your household been professionally trained? Are you, life and death, comfortable with your abilities with pistol, revolver, shotgun, and rifle? Are you aware that everything that you do to prepare for an emergency is a waste of time, money, and energy? If you haven't owned your abilities to their highest level to protect and keep what you have, do you have the repair parts that will most likely be needed for each of your firearm, and do you have the ability to install those parts? Could you completely clean every firearm you own? Are you aware that your body won't go where your mind hasn't been? In other words, without proper training, followed by regular practice, you probably will not win a gunfight. Well, how did you measure up? Take the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to start correcting your deficiencies by receiving your Commander Lifetime Membership with Front Sight Firearms Training Facility. A one-time donation to RBN for $500 will give you a Commander Lifetime Membership at Front Sight as a tremendously huge thank you bonus. See details on RBN's webpage to make it happen. The clock is ticking. You had better be ready before it happens. Media, check out the courtroom observers. Uh, you know, at least we're helping people. Um, 
you know, we're working, we're, we're doing the macro and the micro. We talk about the big stuff and we talk about the little stuff. One case, one little guy, a girl at a time. Um, and some very interesting things are learned and we try to do good work along the way. And I, so I, what I'm, the reason I'm doing, saying all this is because Lori, if without her, I, I, I mean, it's just nothing would have gotten done. I mean, she's a brilliant researcher. She takes, you know, she'll step right in and step right up to the plate. And I'm really step up to the plate without a batting an eye. Um, so I want to talk about a brave person and a great asset to this movement and especially to this network. So I want Lori to continue here. Um, I know you do as well. And you can do that by taking out your debit card and putting a few bucks on Lori's PayPal account. It would be a big help to Lori, okay? This is not going to me. It's not going to Dave, although Dave's accepting her mail for security purposes. And so this, the, uh, the debit thing on the PayPal is live with Lori. L-I-V is in Victor, E is in Edward. Live with Lori. Once again, that's live with Lori. Lori has two R's in it. And that's at TWC.com. Live with Lori at TWC.com. To send her a mail, would go to Lori Anderson, care of Pruitt, P-R-U-I-T-T, at box, P.O. Box 401. That's Lori Anderson. Anderson is her last name. Lori Anderson, care of, just put C slash O. Lori Anderson, C.O. Pruitt. Box 401. Eminence, Missouri. 65466. Please don't stiff Lori. Send her something to box 401, Eminence, Missouri. E M I N E N C E. Eminence, Missouri. 65466. That's Lori Anderson, care of Pruitt, box 401, Eminence, Missouri. 654 Six, six, and every penny you send to that address will be immediately forwarded to Lori to help her with immediate expenses and upgrading her equipment, which is woefully inadequate to continue what she wants to do with this network. For y'all out there who so enjoy Lori Anderson's reporting, she can be found on the Internet with her YouTube channel. She's also writing at uh, Freedom Outpost is where they publish her stuff. Her articles are there. She's a great writer, a great reporter, and what a fantastic activist. Once again, she's never said no. She got a, she's gotten, I mean, she's just done, I, could, I couldn't say enough about it. She's really saved a lot of people from great injustices. Um, and we seriously thank Lori for her research. You know, she was the one that dug up the fact that we're forcing our, Navy, our veterans to take Seroquel, uh, a poisonous drug made by AstraZeneca, a corporation that was sued because Seroquel was poisonous and it was proven in federal court and state court in 37 states. Seroquel's deadly. The company knew it in their trials. They paid out the rear end hundreds of millions of dollars, and they're still allowed to sell the drug in this country, and the court system in South Carolina, conspiring with the Veterans Administration, is forcing veterans to take the poison pill called Seroquel. And that was some of Lori's great reporting there. So uh, she just does great work. So please help Lori by going to Live with Lori at TWC.com. And we'll be right back after this break. 
Eric the Freedom Screamer with Chris in Las Vegas on the Republic Broadcasting Network. Stay with us. This is the most transparent administration in history. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. I'm getting older and noticing that my body just doesn't work as well as it used to. So I like to keep fit as possible by hitting the gym a few times a week. Recently, I started having a nagging bicep pain and it got so bad I couldn't even lift the weights. When I was complaining about it to a friend, he told me about Angioprim. He said chelation helps remove toxins, heavy metals, and cholesterol in veins and arteries that may cause blockages. You know, after just one week of taking Angioprim, the pain was gone and now I'm back in the gym full strength. Scientific research proves the active ingredient in angioprim has superior oral chelation action that helps promote cardiovascular health. So to learn more, go to angioprim.com. That's A-N-G-I-O-P-R-I-M.com. Or talk to a trained consultant. Call angioprim toll-free at 877-882-7221. You'll feel better with more energy. Call 877-882-7221. Or go to the website, angioprim.com. Extendivite, a seven-herb combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Extendivite is designed to strengthen the heart and arteries and help the body heal itself. Doctors are not able to explain the improvements they are seeing in their patients' health who are taking Extendivite. People who once needed more pills are now taking less and getting better. Due to the unexplainable improvements in their patients' health, More doctors are calling to order Extendivite for themselves. Help Extendivite make your doctor a believer. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with This is too good to be true, except this time it is real. 100%. No joke. How about a $25,000 membership to Front Sight Firearms Training Facility as a thank you bonus for a one-time donation to RBN of only $500? It is a Commander Lifetime membership with no yearly fees or dues. The training is free for the rest of your life with over 50 different classes. Then leave it to your designated beneficiary. You provide the approved firearm, holster, ammo, eye, and ear protection. Many features and bonuses are included, more than you would ever expect or believe. This is the ultimate graduation present, wedding gift, etc., etc. See the details. Go to RBN's webpage and frontsite.com to make it happen. May 5th is the last day you will hear this offer on this radio network. Help keep RBN alive. Tell five.
Welcome back, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you being here with us on the Republic Broadcasting Network. We got Eric the Freedom Streamer with uh, Chris in Las Vegas. And uh, you are listening to Stanley Turrentine. Stanley Turrentine is a fantastic sax player. It was very straight ahead and easy to listen to. Um, George Benson on guitar and Ron Carter was some good people on that on that gig, I'll tell you. So uh, we're going to get to Ken in a second. Ken, I didn't forget about you. Um, I wanted to give out the Lori Anderson information and make, cause it was kind of her fundraising night. I mean, it is, and I want people to respond and show Lori some love, okay? Um, you all love Lori. I know you do. Nobody can hate Lori or even... You cannot do anything but love Lori. She's a great reporter. She's a great activist. She's a great woman. Um, and I'm encouraging everybody to, to give her some help tonight. And so the way to do that on the Internet with, like, a debit card or a credit or whatever you got you want to use, go to the, her PayPal account. PayPal's good. I've used it before. It's reliable and safe, and you're not going to have to worry. PayPal's a good way to go. Put a few bucks on Lori's PayPal account. Her account is live with Lori. That's L-I-V-E-W-I-T-H-L-O-R-I. Live with Lori. Two R's in Lori, that is. At TWC.com. That's TWC. That's Lori's PayPal account. The address, once again, is Lori Anderson, care of Pruitt. P-R-U-I-T-T, Box 401, Eminence, Missouri. That's Box 401, Eminence, Missouri. Missouri, 65466. That zip code is 65466. So that's Lori Anderson, care of Pruitt, Box 401, Eminence, Missouri, Six five four double six. I need everybody to send her something. If you've got anything at all, send it. Even if it's ten bucks, and then plus fifty cents for a stamp or whatever. Come on, please help Lori. Um, I don't want to leave her empty-handed. I want you all to show that you want her back, that you value her presence. You're willing to fund her. It's the first time there's ever been any money talked for Lori. She and it's not because she's doing well and she's rolling and really, you know. A, solvent just be she's very struggling and now even more struggling that one of her sources of income got jammed up it's and it's 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 not by accident that Lori is being interfered with she's taking it great and it's but she's she's running on empty right now fill Lori's tank okay and 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 those of you can afford to put a couple of hunch in there please do um otherwise you know 20 bucks 50 bucks many hands make light work Many donors make Lori um, able to be back here on the air broadcasting instead of Eric the Freedom Screamer. All right? And I'll still be kicking around because I know some people like to hear me, and, and but it's a good balance. I mean, Lori is the real reporter, okay? I'm an activist. I'm not, you know, this. so that's what I come at everything from that angle. Um, you have to be passionate. You have to be somewhat aggressive, but know where to back off and where the line is always. You ain't go too far, you're going to wind up in the witch's court as a, def- a defendant or in the witch's prison. <clears throat> but, how, you know, I want to do everything I can up to, but not including that point, okay? Um, there's risk in everything, uh, especially technical, and I've experienced that before. So with that, I'm going to bounce over to Ken. Chris, hold tight, and Chris, you can interject at any time. But we're heavy on the funding for Lori tonight. This is Lori's funding night, okay? So people, tonight I really need you to break out for her. 
keep her going. She's never asked for any money before. She gets nothing from the network or, you know, to, to Tom or anybody else. Nobody's supporting Lori, or, and she's got nothing. So it's really time, you know, I'm, she, she needs the help. So with that, Ken, how you doing, buddy? And after we talk with Ken, we're going to talk about the Masonic murder of William Morgan. That is Captain William Morgan in 1826. But first we want to talk to Ken in New York. How's my old friend Ken? I'm doing good. Thank you. Hi, Chris. I'm, uh, I can tell you that the uh, address works fine because I sent the $50 at the beginning of the show. Oh, hey, nice pal. work, my friend. Thank you, Ken. Boy, man, if we can get 100 people to do that, holy cow, she would be popping. Please, thanks. Ken, thank you. Oh, That's no, great. no, no, not at all. It, yeah, it, it does work. Yeah. I'm always working. Yeah. Oh, she's working. Well, um, yeah, a lot more. I know. I'm curious about if, if Chris is still there. Did you ever get your car back yet? Chris? Oh, maybe we dropped may off. Well he, well, he did advise me earlier that he could maybe only sit in for part of the broadcast, so I, I was oh, prepared okay. for this. But Chris if, you're, Chris, if you're there, buddy, and you're on mute or something, come on back in. And uh, Ken was wondering if you got your car, but your antique Dodge Hemi only made 500 of them. So oh, they God, get into the, oh, what a gem of a car. I think the answer, I'm going to give you what I think the answer is. I'm not positive. Uh, I think he has not got his car back yet, but I think he will in the near future. And I would like to help him do that with kind of a phone blitz, but I don't know if he's ready for that yet, and the details are pending. So I don't like to jump the gun and just start freaking out and, hey, everybody call. But, you know, I, we plan – I know it seems kind of – this is a planned out thing, you know. We get details right, names, phone numbers. We can't be calling the wrong people. And, you know, there's a lot of T's to cross, but we're going to try to help him get his car back. Because Chris is a real asset to this network. Chris has never asked for a penny. And he's brought a lot of knowledge to this specific broadcast and this network in general. Wouldn't you agree, Ken? Yes, and I know what that potato chip uh, comparison he made before. I think he's had so many attempts against his life, he's starting to develop a sense of humor about it. <laughs> <laughs> Not funny. we got to laugh, though, at something. <laughs> uh, I, I can only mildly... Um, uh, how do you say, identify, I, when I was 25, I had a 69 Chevelle Supersport, and I've been kicking myself in the rear end of a sense for, you oh, know, selling yeah. it 10 years. I know. I, I always swore that when I went into my second childhood, I'd go buy another one. <laughs> you cars you? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I wanted to ask you something else. I used to, uh, do you remember that story you did a long time ago about uh, Trump um, pardoning, the, uh, not pardoning, but commuting the sentence of this, uh, this skunk named Roboshkin? It's really funny that you brought that up because I was thinking specifically I got the about... I would not, listen, you got to hear this, Ken. Not only was I thinking about that case, I was thinking about, I remember you called once again before, and I think I heard you wanting to know more about that. And, and it's a very important case. I'm really glad you brought that up. Um, for the new listeners and those who do not know, uh, Trump, in my, as far as from my reading, he's only pardoned a very small handful of people from his presidential pardoning power. One was Arpaio, a cop. The drug warrior, and the other, which he's, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, uh, the other one was a military person who was, you know, 
stupidly taking selfies in a submarine that was classified like an idiot. I mean, okay, so it was important, I guess, that we pardon them. And then you had uh, a Zionist meatpacking plant executive named Shalom Rubashkin, who was employing over, I think, just under 500 illegal laborers, and on the on the urging and the imploring of congressmen, judges, senators, retired congressmen, senators, judges, of each. people. Oh, I mean, go ahead, Kenny. A ton of them. They yes. wanted this guy pardoned. I wonder why. Well, let's compare a few notes because I've I've heard a few things, and and uh, I remember you said Otisville Prison and. Have you ever heard of anybody named a lawyer that served time up there named Lawrence S. Dressler? He goes by the pseudonym Larry Noodles. He's got a blog. Why does that ring a bell? Okay. He wrote a blog, and he mentioned him several times, and he served time. uh, And here's what happened. A while back, uh, Michael had mentioned on his show during that Parkland shooting that he said there was some kind of a... he meant, I heard the word pedophile or something come out. There was some kind of child problem nearby. And if I'm not mistaken, in that county, there's one of those ten shrines that they got around the world of uh, 770 Eastern Parkway in Brooklyn. You know that one? No, describe it. Or what are you talking about? Is it a, oh, it's, uh, like, it's about- like the head... Well, John... Um, John Statmiller said that he wished he could send uh, Kushner back to Israel. And I said, I called up and I said, oh, you don't have to send him that far. You only have to send him to 770 Eastern Parkway. <laughs> he looked it up and he laughed. Hey, hold on. Let me stop you right there. That's not his main, and you can refer to the article in the Drudge Report, which was very thorough. Uh, Kushner saw fit to purchase, this is his Fifth Avenue property, I believe. It's on Fifth Avenue, and it's at the address 6 6 yeah, I know all about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, the, why don't you just, why don't we just send him back to hell? I mean, well, I well you see, that's where he wants to go. 770 Eastern Parkway is the headquarters for the, um, 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 what is it, the uh, Lubavitchers? And they Shabbat Lubavitch. Oh, Chris, Chris is back, is yeah, Chris Talbot. Great. Chris is going to comment on Shabbat Lubavitch, and uh, Chris, Kenny wants to know if you ever got your car back, what's the status of the vehicle. Why don't you do the vehicle update, and then comment on uh, Shalom Rubashkin and company. All right. Well, Ken, uh, i got a cup something else I'm going to tell you on, but uh, no, I haven't got the car back yet, but this paperwork that I put in today uh, should reverse that situation, and we should be able to track things down. Uh, the fact that they stole that car, a very valuable collectible automobile, not a motor vehicle, as the zone Nazis like to describe it using their own predatory, avaricious word terms. But and I had corrected their mistakes earlier on in writing, but they presumed to assume that they didn't want to pay any attention that this old man didn't know what he was talking about and tried to describe my stuff as nonsense and sovereign citizen, citizen ramblings. However, something that I thought was really critical, as I heard on the previous show to this one, on James Kelso's show, Mr. Trump Humper, and uh, oh, for him, and he was playing Trump speak at the uh, veterans' uh, get-together today, and he was extolling the virtues of the Marines. And, you know, and, I, and I, my hat's off to our men who died in action trying to regard and protect and defend our country under the illusion 
that they were really fighting for America when we were really just sacrificing our best of the best for the gangster gangsters that run the world, the militant industrial complex. However, the yeah. thing that Trump said today that I thought was tantamountly wrong was he claimed that we had beaten communism. Well, if we've beaten communism, why do we have central Sovietized uh, free education? Why do we have free health care? Why do we have uh, central yeah, control I, I, monetary I, system? You can go all down the planks yeah. of communist manifesto. Well, We're under the communist system right now. Read the, the, communist manifesto, the communist manifesto is completely and totally in place in this country, either directly or indirectly through regulatory processes, licensing, permit fees, and the whole smash that goes along with the yearly drain on our finances. So we have it already. By the way, I mean, it's not going away in Venezuela. It's, it's burgeoning and flourishing, communism is, in South Africa right now under Julius Malema, who shares a first name with the Roman dictator. Uh, I'd like to predict your pronunciation. That's Julius. <laughs> Julius. 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 Yeah. Well, well, let's not go. Can that, I, uh, yeah, that's an interesting thing. But uh, can I he, they, uh, well, listen. When cha- when challenged on the floor of the South African Parliament by another black gentleman, guy wearing a gray suit, heavy set guy, and it challenged him. He said, Mr. Malima, where's this land that we're taking? Where's Who's going to really get it? Where's it going? Is it going to you? Is it going to your corporate? And he knew the answer. He knew the answer already. He didn't want to say it and get the Jesuit arsenic in his coffee later that evening, but he, he knew, and he backed, he backed Malima into a corner, and Julius Malima, wearing the black collar with white trim on the top, Looking exactly like a priest, with uh, with uh, just under his red cape, uh, he said it's going into the it's going into a land trust, and that's the, I, his exact wording. I'm going to pull it up for another broadcast next week. But he used the word as soon as he said land trust. I said, "There you go. Is there oh, UN Agenda 21 Act is an act." the heritage trust. Yeah, you can have that one. They're going to pretend to give it to the blacks for Come for on. reparations, and who's going to get hey, it? Eric. The church. The church and the bankers. Eric, could I please yeah. run through the, uh, the the Roboshkin thing real quick? Because I think I can do it in yeah. just about a minute or two. Uh, Michael yeah. had mentioned something about a problem down near uh, Parkland that had something to do with uh, this business with the children. Now, he had mentioned something. I only caught it because it was in the afternoon and I was waiting to go back on my second shift. And he said something about there was a tie to Connecticut. And then I said, ooh, this guy, Lawrence Dressler, who served some time, apparently he got railroaded. He was doing home closings for a bank, and the bank did some kind of problem. He ended up holding a bag for it. So he knew Roboshkin, and he was talking about a Roboshkin in Otisville had bought a complete uh, kosher kitchen and stocked it so they could all have their own meals and all of that kind of stuff. And he referred to part of the prison being called a J-block. They had their own section of the prison, white-collar crimes. Now, he said, when he mentioned Connecticut, this guy Dressler has been confronting an old rabbi, a 71-year-old rabbi called Greer, whom he calls the goat. This guy has been defending himself in a $15 million uh, pedophile suit up in uh, New Haven. He also owns a string of tenements. He's like known as a slumlord. And then I, Raboshkin... I'm trying to figure out what was he doing in uh, his um, meatpacking plant was in Pottsville, Iowa. I said, 
That's not. Yeah, it is. Yep. I, I wait. Correct. There's, yep. there's more. And then it says that one of the things that he got convicted for was not just screwing the bank that extended him credit, because, you know, that was like the crime of the century. You don't do that. And uh, he did it. But he also had 75-plus violations of child labor law. And I said, ooh, yep. where do you get a supply of children that big to have that many violations? I'm starting to wonder if there's some kind of a ring going on here. I would, would not surprise me one bit. All the evidence points in that direction that you could make a really good case, even in their own witch's court. And, you know, and it's in, uh, you'd have standing and you've got the, a lot of good arguments there. It could very well be the now, case. About, Chris, about Larry Noodles. His, oh, oh, yep. his, oh, I'm sorry. I've heard of him. No, I, I've heard of him. Go ahead. What do you want him to say about Larry? Um, he uh, said that, um, you're going to like this, uh, one of the crimes he committed uh, that he got busted for by an eager uh, prison guard was called uh, constructive possession of contraband. He had a bag of cooked noodles hanging up in his jail cell because he worked in the kitchen and they used to like steal extra food because they weren't getting enough food. Remember that constructive oh, cool. business with Tom? <laughs> Yeah, don't get me going on the word constructive. Yeah, well, <laughs> constructive noodles, that's why he calls himself Larry Noodles. I think he's right. going to be really interesting. I'm sorry? Yeah, I know. He wouldn't, wouldn't want to feed the hungry. I mean, he, all the guys doing right, it trying to, get right. more, trying to get some more food to the prisoners and you suffer. Yeah, constructive is a term that the attorneys have fabricated. They've installed oh, okay. it through the operatives in the legislatures. So it's now a legally accepted term in the witch's court that you can possess something constructively, which means you're not really possessing it. When you look in the well, dictionary, I opened up my American Heritage Dictionary of the English language, and it says possession requires actual holding. That means you got you can only be, maybe it's, even if it's for a second, but you would do have to at least touch it and hold it, even if it's briefly, to possess something. You can't possess something because it's in the trunk of your car down the street. That doesn't count. That's not possession. That's proximity. And the attorneys, to capitalize on this, to, to, to round off, up all kinds of people, including Shane Bennett on a gun violation, he wasn't possession, in possession of any gun, but he was near them. Just like yep. Thomas LaCavara, who, who, who founded this broadcast, uh, is, uh, was never in possession of any firearm. He happened to be in a hotel room, somebody else's, that happened to have a gun in the bathroom. And I mean, you couldn't get any farther away from the weapon and not I mean, he had all kinds of cases that things should have been thrown out before it got anywhere. And because he's a political activist and an effective broadcaster, he got put up on the on the tribunal, the ecclesiastic, the militarized ecclesiastic tribunal masquerading as a court. And he was locked up for, what, a year, year and a half on a bogus charge, much of it in solitary confinement, and finally got released. Um, and we're glad to have him back out again. They had to do it eventually. There's no way they could hold him forever, but they try to make it. They don't want to give the freedom movement any victories by letting anybody out too early. Although we have wrenched people out in days. Um, Anna Taylor's a classic example. She was under serious threat of being locked up in a psychiatric ward for exposing court corruption on the witness stand. Uh, and uh, she managed to get out in a couple of days with a lot of public pressure. So and it always helps if you put a few calls on the archbishop's office. Be polite, be professional, but call the men behind the curtain. And I do believe they do have influence because most of the time when they get involved, we have positive results and people walk out. And so it does help to put the pressure there. 
do it nicely, but but do it firmly, and just require that if they want to, if they're doing badly work, we want you to do badly work. In this case, there's an injustice being done. It's egregious. We don't call you for every traffic ticket or minor this or that. Only the kind of the big stuff. Um, and it does help because I believe the intervention of the Archbishop is what got Anna Taylor out on the early side. Um, so we do encourage people, and we will just say this: if Chris uh, gets his car back. We won't have to put a phone blitz on the Archbishop I have, of Las Vegas, Eric, Mr. Robert Dokig. <laughs> Go ahead, Ken. Eric, I have one more little part. Uh, he sure. also, in one of his blogs, this Larry uh, Noodles, describes how uh, he believes that uh, Trump got the message. This uh, Rabashkin has a, uh, a brother-in-law named Balkany. That's what it looks like. And this guy seems to pride himself on being able to influence people. And he said if he could raise $500,000, he had contracts in the Justice Department, and he could use the money to go grease uh, members of Congress and the Senate. And there was about 50 of each. And I, I thought it was rather amazing where all of a sudden, you know, it seems like whenever there's a possibility of pedophilia involved, all of a sudden they start, uh, all of the congressmen start jumping up and down and bobbing around, and they'll, they'll do something to help, uh, you know, this person get out of this problem. Well, that's amazing that. how this And, and it's the first thing that he did when he got out, he went back to 770 Eastern Parkway and had a party. That's the end of it. <laughs> Well, you're tying it together very well. We appreciate that. You, that re, it's amazing how all these these what I would call the usual suspects are all really tied together through either business deals, usually that inter, inter, intermingling with government, uh, uh, you know, infiltrations yep. through the political office. Um, there, I mean, the web. It truly is a web. And uh, well, I, so think this, can, I think this. I think this. I think this Larry Noodles guy is one of the good ones. And he has been on some radio programs, I think maybe up in Connecticut or upstate New York, but it might be nice what to see if we could get a hold of him sometime. All right, I'm going to go. Thank do? you. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Gonna, what does he do, broadcast from prison, or is he out? No, no, no. He, he's on apparently a couple small radio stations, uh, because in, in his blog he has various pictures and links of him chasing uh, this rabbi. He's been after this guy for 10 years up in Connecticut. And that's what attracted me when uh, Michael said to Connecticut, and I said, well, this guy's in New Haven. His name is Rabbi Greer. And this, uh, uh -huh. this attorney has been chasing him all this time, and then he draws a jail term, and yet the other attorney that was working with him didn't draw a jail term. That's the picture I can see anyway. But his blog has yeah. so much stuff in it about, you know, basically sure. Jewish crime sure. in New no. York. And... Okay. Sounds good, Ken. Okay, we'll so... check that out. Thanks good night. for the call. Good night, my friend. Appreciate you checking in. Always good to hear from Ken from New York. With the last minute or two, I'm going to uh, I'm going to read a little I'm bit from. Little. We're going to we didn't get a chance to get into the Masonic murder of Captain William Morgan in 1826. I'm going to read a little teaser here. Grease the wheel for maybe another broadcast if Lori wants to have me back on, and it's okay with John. Uh, I'll do the Masonic murder of Captain William Morgan. It's a fascinating. Uh, a real histor historical murder that took place in upstate New York, not far from where I live, uh, that gave rise to one of the most powerful political movements in U.S. history, the Anti-Masonic Party, which there was actually a political party that was against the Masons, and this is why. 
William Morgan, 1774 to 1826, was a resident of Batavia, New York. His disappearance and presumed murder in 1826 ignited a powerful movement against the Freemasons, a secret fraternal society that had become influential in the United States. After Morgan announced his intention to publish a book exposing Freemasonry's secrets, he was arrested, kidnapped by Masons, and murdered, according to Freemason Henry Valance, who gave this information on his deathbed confession to the Morgan murder. With that, we're going to catch you next time. More to come. Stay with us on RTR Truth Media and the Republic Broadcasting Network. I want to thank Mike on the board. I want to thank Tom Lacabara, Lori Anderson. Don't forget to help Lori, people. I'd like to thank John Sandler. I'd like to thank Mike Herzog. I'd like to thank all our callers who are helping the professionals tonight. Don't forget, Lori, before you go to bed or sometime this weekend, get going. And I appreciate everything. So this is Eric the Freedom Streamer. Thank you, Chris of Las Vegas, for joining me as my co-writer. Uh, here on the Republic Broadcasting Network. We'll catch you again soon, all right? Hang in there. Many people write us about their experience with Extendivite. Allow me to read you some from Amazon.com. This product is superb. I have been taking it for about a year now, and I can feel my cardiovascular system run like a Swiss watch. I definitely recommend this product for anyone that has high cholesterol, high blood pressure, and heart palpitations, A+. It's potent, but it works. I have been waking up for the past three years with numb hands, and a week into using Extendivite, my numb hands seem to have cleared up. My circulation was off, and now it's back on track. So I'm happy. I feel so energized, and I have my husband on it now. My mother-in-law has cholesterol problems, so I bought her a bottle as well. Thank you so much. Love the product. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.